This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that just wants this season to end. End it now, as one famous Jason Cundy once said. Anyway, in truth, Sunday's match against City was not as bad as we had feared. It was certainly better than 2019, when we were 4-0 down after 25 minutes. Thanks to some more Keystone Cops defending, Chelsea found themselves one down after 11 minutes. But the floodgates did not open. In fact, Chelsea didn't play too badly at all. Connor hit yes, the post. Not up. Connor hit the post with a header, and Sterling had a goal ruled out for offside. But at no point at all did we genuinely look like beating what was effectively City's B team, and the usual lack of energy and competence featured through incompetence. Sorry, not competence. Uh, featured throughout. City never had to get out of second gear. <sighs> this season can't end soon enough, and if Frank is right about the lack of unity and fight, or the kind of version, lack of confidence, then we need a massive reset this summer with the new manager. But on the evidence of where we are at the moment, he will have one hell of a job on his hands with this team. And the title of tonight's show is Kill the Pain, Chelsea Fancast number 919. Uh, 996. Uh, Mark Meehan, who is on the show tonight and who JK will introduce officially in a minute, uh, immediately got the uh, the reference there. Because, as you know, I was seeing uh, The Ruts on Friday and they have a very marvellous song called Kill the Pain. Uh, so there we go. It seemed appropriate. They, they, do, they, do, they do indeed, kids. And you could have had a choice, you know. You, you could have had Blur. In a rut. No, no, Blur. Well, in a rut could be one, but you could have had Blur. This is a low. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, um, it's about the only album I like by them. You know, they're a bit too prog for me, like Marillion. Marillion had a track called Seasons End. No, <laughs> no, no. I know, I don't. No. It's the only album I, I draw like the line at Marillion, even for no, a good title. Whatever, whatever happened to Fish? Oh, well, he got so, eaten. That's it. 
Well, that's the that's the only album I liked by Marillion was the one after Fish Left. Oh well, I found, there you them, go. I found them really boring. <laughs> sorry, sorry, really. But I thought, oh, but um, their new single at that time, Pete Hogarth, they did an album called Seasons End, so you can have that. But wasn't uh, Kill the Pain the one they did with? Um, oh God, um, Kurt, Kurt Brandon. Uh, yes. Yeah, and and, uh, and what's his name from uh, Stiff Little Fingers? Jake, Jake Burns. That'd be the one. That'd be yeah, the one. Actually, actually, I have to admire you. Yeah, because you've actually chosen well. You've almost sort of like, <laughs> almost like did a, a lead intro into our next manager. Because there's a line in Kill the Pain called Another Young Punk with a New Solution joins our worn out revolution. Oh, man, how live. Yeah. I didn't, I'm such, such a genius and I didn't even know it, Mark. Thank you very much. Absolute genius, <laughs> Sorry, JK. Who fucking knew? Who fucking no, knew? No, apologies. You are the brain of Stamford Bridge. So there we go. So anyway. Of pop trivia as well. I, I like the ruts. I really do like the ruts. Anyway, yeah. so there we go. Me, me, and Mark Meehan on the Chelsea Fancast, joined by our special guest, Jonathan Kidd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got to give me a get, give me an intro, haven't you? If you say oh, that. Oh, okay. He's he's, he's... Me It's me and Mark Meehan, and we're, all, we're oh, somebody's walked in at the moment. No, no, no. The, the 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 man who's famous for having his hand up a of a hair in the 70s i never did that okay did. all right no. and uh he co-starred with he was upstaged by a hair in the 70s by a hair. occasionally yeah. featured in minder as a cockney yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and yeah, also yeah. He, he voiced the ambassador in the uh ferrero rocha adverts the yeah, just i'm afraid so just scratching the surface i know I, there's so many things it, i could be here all night it, of, it, of course it's the, sweet of you it's the immortal you. line having to act with children they always used to say never act with animals or children but jonathan didn't take that advice it's in the sand, yes, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Well indeed, said. indeed. But uh, he's my favourite. He's everybody's favourite. The fan <laughs> buy is is genius, absolute genius. And uh, well, I was going to say, without him, I would be royally stuffed on this show. But I have to say, we did cope rather manfully without you last Thursday. But there you go. How were the Rudy V? I saw. I got a couple of emails saying they don't need you. I know. I noticed that. And me, mate. They didn't fucking yeah. mention it. It was yeah. Mark and uh, not Mark. Martin and Tony got the props, and yeah. it's like I wasn't even there, mate. Maybe I was yeah. actually really at the Rudy V's rehearsal yeah. with you, mate. Well, perhaps they should split. They should split off and form another, uh, another yeah. form of called the Podding uh, Shed. Who yeah. the Rudy V's? <laughs> no, not the Rudy. And a Rudy. Well, we need to, we need to talk about a Rudy V's gig as well, Chief. We, I know, I know. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I've got, yeah. I've got a, I've got a brave and cunning plan, as you know. Anyway, uh, apart from all of that, did you go up yeah. to Cite on Sunday, or did you swerve it like a lot of people did? I'm afraid I, I, I swerved it, funnily yeah. enough, because I knew exactly what was going to happen. Well, I didn't know what exactly was going to happen to the sense that I predicted that it would be four or five but of course what you didn't expect was that he would just rest all his uh, his top players but it didn't make any difference they're all wonderful he's a, clearly a completely wonderful manager and it makes you realize how the influence of a manager can can and, and on every level i mean all right they they they've got enough money for a small country well they are a small country bankrolls them but um small very rich uh, country but he is uh, clearly a genius Guardiola without any shadow of a doubt because that performance the other night against Real Madrid was sublime absolutely sublime what a performance what a team he's created but you can see your is is even that boy Palmer who played at the weekend the winger already appeared to have so many more ideas than either Mudrik or Madweke and you just hope that 
the new manager comes in, just gives them a kind of, you know, plan. They're all playing to a plan, these people. But the the skill that he has of saying, you do this, you do... I mean, he was helped by the fact that he was he was uh, confronted by our um, man whose legs have gone ageing wing-back, who we've all said should never, ever play wing-back ever again. So what does Frank do? He plays him at wing-back. And, of course, he's taken to the cleaners all the time. So uh, um, uh, it wasn't helpful. But, you know, then they were just... It was sublime. They're a sublime team. He's a sublime manager. The very fact that none of the Chelsea side at the moment would get into that. Well, I, you, you know, your point on that fan bite, I thought was was. Do you know what? Can you, I didn't put it in the script, which is very remiss of me. Can Can you remember that and ask it at the end of part one? Yes, yes, because I think that would make a. That's a very good discussion point. Right, you lot, you lovely, lovely people. As ever, don't forget you can listen to the show live. Ah. There we go. Every Monday, Friday as well at 7.30pm by going to Mixler, chelsea-fancast.mixler.com where, of course, you can join in all the chat by posting on the live chat pages, so many of you do. And I've got a, a random one here, uh, the lovely John Chips Chiverton, who I've not seen in there for a good while. Hello, John. Hope you're well. Says, Hello, John. Babylon is still burning, uh, and certainly with anxiety at the moment. Uh, Paul Crowder, PC, he's, this is for you, Mark. Fish was a good bloke. Got to actually, it might, it might be for me because I was so derogatory about him. Fish was a good bloke. Got to hang out with him in the wake of the Heisel disaster. We were in Italy doing a small tour. He was a good bloke and confronted the Italians, calling all the English murdering bastardos. Well, there you go. You live and learn. Lovely to hear from you, PC. Uh, right now, you can of course follow us on all all the socials, all the socials at Chelsea Fancast, and of course listen and subscribe on Acast, Spotify, Apple. And wherever you get your podcasts. So there you go. Make sure you leave lovely five-star glowing reviews. Uh, the check will not be in the post. Uh, we'll be back in a short while. Mighty ho. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, you know, uh, well, you know, I was dreading all this, as you anybody who listened to the show on Thursday will know. I mean, uh, let's talk about the team. But before I do, I must let you know, I mean, oh, for fuck's sake, let's talk about their team, first of all, because the minute I heard they were playing their B team, I did the most unbelievably stupid thing. Because I had Ch I had Chelsea to lose four one in the Prem predictions, and it's getting into the. I mean, my season is like Chelsea's, really. I just want the fucking thing to end and end the ignominy of it. But uh, I thought, hello, I maybe sniff a chance here, so I went for two one to us. What a fucking plum, <laughs> you know? I, do you know what? And what's worse, Mark? I nearly I, I was going to actually just what I was going to do was reduce it down to two one to City, and I would have got some points for that. But never mind, say lovey. Um. But hey, 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 let's talk about our team. We're the monkeys. Hey, 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 we are the monkeys. Well, they were monkeying around on Saturday, weren't they? I mean, I mean, here, here's the thing, JK. I mean, the best thing to say, really, about it, the kindest thing to say about it, really, is, is Frank under orders, as, as, as several who like to wear tinfoil hats like me have been saying, 
is he down to the bare bones because we've got nine injuries um, or is he just clueless? Because, I mean, what was interesting was that, you know, not only did we have the obligatory change of personnel, although one can make the case that much of that was to do with the fact that there were, there were more injuries in the camp, but we also went three at the back. Um, so I was yeah. I was confused by that. But, I mean, you know, Fafana clearly was fit. We know Badia Shiel is, is actually now out for three to four months, I hear. He was, yeah, he was injured. Yeah. Fuck's it sake. It is groin. Another yeah. one. What the fuck is wrong with this club? I know. I know. It's becoming ridiculous. Isn't it? I can't believe it. Anyway. I thought that as well. I thought he must tact tactically have thought playing. Did he play um, three at the back when Everton drew with them 1-1? One, one? I, I wondered. Yeah. But um, um, but he, the very fact he did that, Dave had to play. Unless, of course, he'd put Loftus-Cheek. Well, he could have done. Or even Pulisic. Which he could have done. He could have done. He could have put then, Pulisic there just to piss him off. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, he could have done. But then uh, you almost think, well, then probably Kovacic would have had to have played, wouldn't well, he's, he? He's not fit. Oh, he's not fit either, is he? Of course he's not. No, no, no. So, no, he, so has, he has got problems selection-wise because yeah. there are so many injuries. And I think that needs to be said. You well, know. But, but at, the, at the same time, though, it was interesting how the moment that he brought on Madrid and Midweke, we actually attacked about five times. Yeah. There are, you know, there I was disappointed, as I said, that Palmer looked a, 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 a standard above them both. But, but it, that was mainly because he had a role to play. You could see the well, role. They knew, they knew what they were doing. And I mean, this yeah, occupy uh, the space there, uh, keep down the side, keep giving the ball. And he attacks every time he gets crosses over. They, uh, should, they should have looked like the team that had been thrown together. And yet we were the ones that looked like we were the team thrown together, which in many respects we were. I mean, why why Gallagher as as the number ten? He's not bless oh. his little heart. He's not a number ten. He's a number eight in a midfield. You know, for oh. fuck's sake! I mean, if he was going to play Sterling, and I mean, I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's just. Oh. Fuck's I mean, sake. Sterling to, to an extent, you know, had a couple of runs, didn't he, and a shot or two. But he's he's in it. Almost, I almost forget. I almost feel that. He's making Rastamouse, somebody of, called him on Twitter, which I thought was... What, what did they call Rastamouse, him? which I thought was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a cartoon character. It was, it was. Yeah. It was. What, uh, was, it, I, what was it in? I, uh, I can't remember. It was I think about 20 years ago, I think. Was that, was, was that the one David Jason did the voice for? Yeah, I reckon so. No. No, he was Danger Mouse. Was he Danger Mouse? Yes, yes. No. Uh, Who was the other character in Danger Mouse? Penfold. Penfold, that was it. Also, I think, also I think, the also the Phil, uh, the Fulham manager Felix Megath. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought we'd done Penfold on this show. Before. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I was yeah. going to say what I was disturbed about was that Frank's view after the game was that we'd given them a good game, and it was much better. And I'm sorry, I didn't see any of that at all. I didn't see we'd given them a good game. They were they weren't even. You said second gear. They didn't no, get out of they, no no no. Well, if I said second gear, I I, I mispronounced because I meant first gear because they didn't have yeah, to get out of first gear. They didn't have to do anything. They actually didn't have to do. I'm sorry, I'm going to swear. I can't believe it. Fucking anything. Well, we were so inept. It was just. Do you know what? It, do you know Guardian what? Guardian said after the first half that they appear to have left their football. I, I thought that, that was a yeah. wonderful quote. Wonderful. I thought Absolutely. very, very funny. Very the funny. The fact that then Frank came on and said we gave him a good go, and I think but, we're but playing. But JK, this, I, this is something I wanted to talk to you both about, actually, because I mean, I don't know whether we're just so meh about it all now. I, 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 I honestly, most of the supporters that I know have just had it. They just want this yeah. season to end. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's. I don't think it's yet fed into the show. I don't know. You tell me. I mean, uh, Alex has gone to France doing a, a military trip, and we managed to sub in. <laughs> we subbed in Mark very happily. You know, so I think we're all still digging what we do, but. Um, it is harder when it's so meh, but it's just meh. We just want it to end because we know that that's what, what's fusing out of the players. So I don't know whether it's just our negativity, our kind of depression about the whole thing that's that's kind of forming that view. Or the other alternative view is that this is why statistics and football are very bad bedfellows sometimes. Because actually, statistically, Frank's talking a good game here. We actually are going to love this. We won on expected goals, people. This is where you need that can cheer coming in, isn't it? You know, we 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 did, we did, we won on expected goals because City one point two five, we got one point three seven. Um, we had how many po- how many points do we get for that? I don't know. How many trophies do you get if you're Arsenal? You know, if you're at the top of the league for most of the season, you should at least get some sort of a trophy. Apparently, um, we had thirteen goal attempts. They had fifteen. They had two shots on goal. We had six. They had 13 shots off goal. We had seven. So, you know, statistically, you look at it and you can see why Frank's saying that. But, you know, we all know. I mean, this is what we always say, isn't it? We've got fucking eyes, mate. And it ain't what we were seeing, was it? I mean, all those shots, they're just inept shots straight at the goalie, which appears to have been something that's happened all year. I I quite like Mudrick's, uh, you know, blast over the bar to nowhere in particular. He is the the Ukrainian Gronkiar, isn't he? Unfortunately, I think Grogby has a playing a bit better at the moment, but played a bit better. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still have this terrible hope that um, it may be a, a, a forlorn hope that the next manager, whoever he is, I mean, for goodness sake, let's announce him. What's the problem? If he hasn't he's already, signed... He's already been announced for soccer aid. <laughs> But I, I keep worrying it's going to be a terrible... You know what's going to happen? They're going to say the new Chelsea manager is going to be Mourinho. Because I just oh, keep... Oh, the... I wouldn't... I can't believe... No. But no, I, I, I just... I can't believe that they haven't... What, what, what is, surely you announce these things if you're a if you're a, a top hedge fund. Don't you come in and say... I don't know, mate. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. What do you do? It just seems ridiculous to me. I think he was asked today, wasn't he, Frank? Would he be interested in being on the coaching staff? And he said, no, it ends here. And I was thinking, no, what for? What do we want him for? And he's also got, if it is his team, he'll have his, if it was Mourinho, he'd probably want him. But it, it, it's his, um, um, Poch is supposed to have his, his whole of his, his coaching team in, in situ. But well, why can't they just say, um, well, I suppose it'll happen at the end of the season. But in the meantime, this is like a terrible phony war period, isn't, isn't it? We're it? just waiting. It's just so pointless, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's a bit like, I mean, actually, well, no, I'm not going to go down with that analogy because it's in poor taste, so I'm not. Um, Mark, um, going back to where I was, I mean, City playing their B team, do you think that did give us a bit of false hope? No. <laughs> Love it. I am, by nature, an optimist. Um, I don't think he was even their B team. He's probably getting close onto their C team. They, they made they made nine changes. Now, clearly that was driven by the events of Saturday night up at the City Ground. So and the only had, one, the only ones that were sober in the morning played, right? Yeah, I, I can imagine Jack Williams would be the least likely player to be sober in the morning. Uh, but imagine if Arsenal actually won and City had to win yesterday with the A team out. 
what would what might have happened because I, th- I think the problem was when you looked on paper you would say yes it's a much weaker city team but we didn't change we treated that b c d team as if we were playing the a team there was there was still almost like that climate of fear attached to it we, we weren't prepared to really go at them other than lewis hall and again i thought lewis hall was probably our best player and i still don't know for the life of me why he was taken off the killer valley i know killer valley's been injured so you may as well yeah. rest Kula Bally and play him yeah. Thursday night against Manchester It was a point, point, pointless substitution. And the other thing I'd say, just pick up on the point you made about Frank, I don't think Frank is clueless. I think Frank is taking a massive one for the team at this present moment in time. And I think we'll probably only really truly know once Frank has moved on from Chelsea Football Club and maybe does a further book about his playing and managerial career to what he really, really thinks about some of these players. Because I think you know he is being the ultimate communicator on behalf of Chelsea Football Club, saying all the right things. We played well. We thought we did better today. When everyone's watching the game, going, "No, we didn't." Um, yeah, well, hang on, Mark. I mean, the, 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 it's, you know, it's a very interesting dialogue going on here in Mixler. Um, unusual for me. I mean, you know, possibly because uh, of all the things we were saying about the season being mere and we just want it to be over. I'm more attentive to Mixler than I might otherwise be, but. Uh, Adam Cutman makes a really good point and he says, you lot sat here on Thursday and said, if we only lose by two or three, it would be a good result. They could have packed it in after the goal, but they fought back and nearly nicked a result, which I think is a fair point and it's a point I kind of made. Uh, Gregory Gardner said, lose by two or three against their starting eleven. They played their B and C teams. I mean, you see, both both points are true. It's it's it's. I don't think it's it's this black and white. It's not this binary uh, a word that I shall be returning to later in the show. Um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think, you know, we were atrocious, you know, but for me, it felt like we were playing Le Havre in the cross-channel trophy or an English season <laughs> tes- testimonial. Did you go to it, that, by the way? Well, Le Havre, I went yeah. to the home game. I didn't go over to Le Havre. Uh, Chelsea no. went to the away game. Yeah, the, 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 the away game. He's, he's a proper what? fan, Mark. <laughs> he's proper Chelsea, mate, not like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it just it just felt like an end of season testimony. It was it's was, it was just really strange that you thought at what but hasn't point? every game felt like that in terms of our approach because we don't nobody presses this unbelievable yeah. thing of the you get individuals having a go at a player. There's no you just watch Brighton. Brighton. I mean, I'm you know good luck to them. What a fantastic season they've had. They all as one. Same with Newcastle. They're just absolutely on top of you. They have a plan. Somebody said to them, right, we get into them in the first 15 minutes, then we back off because it's going to get too knackered. We just have a kind of, you know, one of them gets the ball and then the only person running is, of course, Connor, who runs like a mad thing and probably gets booked immediately, but runs and everybody else has backed off. So it's easy just to pass the ball to somebody. All the other teams, when somebody runs at somebody else, somebody, the person the ball's going to be passed to, there's another player on top of them. This doesn't happen at all with Chelsea now. Happened under Tuchel, but you know, I, 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 I've, I've you're, no, okay. I, you're this right. has been happening all the time. It's but not but this is—I don't know—I don't know why this is. I mean, I—I I can't believe in in good conscience that any manager is going to sit there and say, "Well, press if you feel like it," because no, everybody but... knows that you have to all press together and you have to press from the front. And you're absolutely right, both of you, because if only one or two do it, all it and the others don't, all it does is leave gaps for everybody for the opposition to exploit, which is exactly what happens. Yeah. So the question should be, why can't some of those 
almost dropped the Gareth there. Why can't some of those players, <laughs> right, actually put a shift in and press? Why can't they do it? Is it because I think this is the point, it, very interestingly, that Frank has been trying. I mean, Frank must be bristling. That's my point. He must be bristling. And if you read his press conference, you know, he's trying so hard to tell people what he really thinks without being able to say what he really thinks, which is when he says he kind of alludes to the fact that it's a bad attitude and they're not putting a shift in in training either. But he's also saying, oh, but, you know, it might just be confidence. And I understand that. At the very beginning of the game on the telly, um, Gary Neville said, that's the face of a manager who doesn't like the players very much. Yep, that's what he said. Yep. And I thought that was really perceptive. Should have panned to the crowd as well. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean, all 18 of them? Oh, I don't... What, what players or crowd? No, the crowd, I'm kidding, I'm no, kidding. No, we, we, had a good, we, had a good, we had a good mob up there, as always. It was good, it was good but annoyingly, they didn't have enough... Um, uh, didn't have the microphones on them enough. They didn't actually, because I, I actually thought the... The City fans weren't really interested. It sounded like a test match. There were lots of chats going on. Lots of people chatting. Well, they knew they, they knew they'd... That low hubbub. They, 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 yeah, didn't but, yeah. they didn't care about the game at all. No, they, no. They, all they were waiting for yeah. was the presentation of the trophy. I found that, um, mm. uh, the, the, particularly the first 10 minutes, we were frightful. Frightful. You just watch and... Com- I, but the, I, I agree completely. I actually think... I think he. I think Frank's been doing a PR job because he. I don't. Yeah. He, he and I. I the, the the theory that he's been um, forced to pick players. I felt the subs were an example of that. Actually, Mark, you were talking about mm. Lewis Hall. I agree. Lewis Hall, for all his rawness, puts a shift in. Does some really interesting things. Got a couple of that really good cross for for Connor's header against the post. Had three shots. In fact, the third one was pretty decent, which Ortega saved well. He's the only one getting shots in. And you think, well, yeah, right. He's, you know, it's it's Marcus Alonso all over again. It's the fullback getting some shots in, which, of course, the overlapping wing is supposed to do. That's why you don't play the the two wingers. You don't need to when you've got the two fullbacks coming up. But you're not going to get Dave doing that because we've established Dave had great difficulty doing that even when he was had the legs for it. But you know, now he he can't. And you know, I I thought it was cruel. He had a go at. Um, I, 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 but I, he was always he was never a great crosser. Do you know what? I, I I did some notes. Uh, which amazingly yeah. I've got on my phone easily accessible, which is very, very unlike me. Um, till I read you what I wrote in the heat of the moment. This yeah, was about on, the man. fourth time that uh, Cole Parker, whatever his name is, yeah. uh, had rinsed Cole him. Par- Cole, Cole Palmer. Cole, Cole Parker would have rinsed him as well, mate. Um, yeah. Anyway, and sung a song while he was doing it. I think Park Parker <laughs> from Thunderbirds would have rinsed him as well. <laughs> yes, Mr. Parker's about... dog bit would have fucking rinsed him. Anyway, feel sorry for stop with, really the, stop with the Parker kick. jokes. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have sung "I Get a Kick Out of You." I get would. a kick out of you. Mere alcohol doesn't, doesn't thrill me at, me at all. It does me, mate, because I'm a yadar. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Uh, your dar mate me proper chelsea alcoholic your dar we should get a few t-shirts done uh, next year particularly the one with you and me on it because of course you don't drink which i which i would love but the I irony look as if it. i do in that cartoon of course it's probably because you're so next to me you know it's like you probably breathe in the fumes it's, it's, it's rubbed off yeah I've anyway back to anyway. what i said about aspie um i said if i was aspie i would take myself off <laughs> and then i put in quotation and this is what he would say to frank oi frank 
it's just not working for me. <laughs> and then I said, it's beyond cruel and an utterly brain dead selection. Yes, it was. It was. It was. But then, you know, he wanted to play uh, three at the back with the two wing backs. And who else was there? Well, we've, we've said it could have been Pulisic. And in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm just sort of weirded out to use that young person's expression about hey, why man. Pulisic when came on at the very end. You think he's going to bring him on, bring him on. I don't know what it is, JK. Proof of life. What of, what's of life? Proof of life. You Proof know when people life. get kidnapped in Mexico? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Proof they, they have a, yes, a video yes. of the person with the Today's yes. newspaper on it. Yes. I yes. think that was yes. the footballing equivalent. Yes, yes. Because every time he's come on as a, as a sub, he has done absolutely naff all, hasn't he, America? He's just been... You know, I, I, you know, I, some of these players, I just want them put out of their misery because they're all miserable. Mm. They're not doing anything. Let's just ship them away. See, we should, have, we should have had this as the title, and especially in honour of Andy Rourke as well, who sadly passed away last week. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Yes. Should have well, been that, could be the, that could be the next show after it's, Thursday night. After game. Thursday, yes. Or after the Newcastle game yes. on Sunday. No, well, we won't be miserable because it will all be over then. We'll be fucking <laughs> happy, mate. The ashes is upon us. Thank fuck for that. Listen, uh, I need we can't we can't we can't do an entire show about the Man City game without mentioning the Keystone Cops defending again. But J.K. does. Come, I'll park that for you, J.K. You 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 primed and loaded for something. I can see. I, am, I, am, I, am. I just wanted to say that um, I'm bemused that the theory is that Pochettino won't make a decision until he sees them all in training. Oh, you don't fucking need to, man. No, indeed, well that was I don't know whether that's bollocks again because it's just some. It's some keyboard warrior telling us this who I've never heard of, but then then has somebody at the what are they called Cyan somebody or other talk football. You know, you think you're not telling me anything I don't ever know. Just shut the fuck up. But um, uh, Keith, yes, well, you know what what I loved about about Fafana's pass out was that he did it with such swagger. And then he, he freaked he, out when he realised what he'd done. Yeah, actually, he which gave was quite it, funny. He gave it a kind of curve. You know, he did a kind of. Oh, I'm going to pass clever. this really competently at an angle and swerve it a bit. Oh, fuck, I've passed it straight to match the City player. The panic on his face was brilliant. Oh, God, they've scored. Yeah. Oh, God. But it was it was a horrendous mistake. Oh. Well, it cost us the match, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. to go 1-0, to, I mean, I don't know what you thought, Mark, but that went in and, you know, all hope that I had that we would do anything pretty much disappeared. You just thought, well, that's, we're fucked, you know, which is a terrible thing to say about your side. But this is where they've driven us this year. But, you know, it was a terrible mistake. I have to, I don't think Kepa covered himself in glory, or am I being unfair? No, I think it would be unfair on, 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 right. on Kepa. Fair enough. But it, it was a bad mistake by Fafana. Good but goal. There was, there was a good goal, but there was still time. I know, uh, I, I think the resignation from most people go, oh, actually, game over. Um, but there, there was still time in the game against Man City's B team. And we never went back and went at them. We never went at them. You know, Lewis Hall did some good runs. He did the cross with Conor Gallagher's header. But they were on the beach. It was a testimonial. They were just waiting for the celebration. So was the crowd. We should have just gone at the throats. And you know, to be honest, most people, as you said at the start on last week's show, will probably lose 4-1 or 4-0. So what the hell? Yeah. We lose one nil. We lose four nil. What does it matter? Why don't we just have a go at them? Well, I think we did in the second half. Actually, I mean, Ad, Adam. Uh, no, I think little, I think a little bit. A little I think bit. we did. I think we did. Adam. Adam again on Mixler. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, Adam. I think talks quite yeah. a lot of sense. Actually, he's made an interesting point here as well. 
Uh, doesn't matter if it was their B or C team. They were still doing City. Th- I'm not quite sure what that means. But anyway, for the first 25, 30 minutes, uh, we couldn't get the ball out of our half. And it looked like a 5 or 6 nil was incoming, which is kind of how I felt after the first one in. But they did actually show some fight. And it looked like they might score in the second half, which is true. I mean, actually... Connor hit the hit the post with a really good header, which was unfortunate. Great ball in by Lewis Hall, by the way, who I thought was was quite a threat down the left. I I mean I we know I I I've got a lot of love for Lewis Hall. I I really have. As did the supporters that go away, but they they always chant his name when he's either whether he's on or not. Actually, so we need to make use of that because he's clearly a talent. He's only eighteen, anyway. And he had and he had that shot, you know, yep. in the second he half did. as well. Take a save, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah keep, the keep the keeper yeah. saved. And and again, I don't know what it is about Lewis Hall and Manchester City. He only seems to play against Manchester City. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, it, he, he's only what had about half a dozen appearances this season, and three of them have started against Man City, and one of them he came on a sub against Man City, mm. and that's his that's his season. Yeah, uh, and. To be fair to him, in all of those games, he's not looked out of place. No, I, I totally agree. And I mean, uh, Adam finishes off his rather, rather marvellous uh, post and point. Um, so it looked like they might score in the second half, which is true. He said, I think the subs actually disrupted the game and had a negative impact. Well, I, th- right. yeah, I think, you know he's what, right. I'll he's be honest right. with you. I felt, yeah. I felt yeah. like that at the time. I thought that we were getting back into the game. And, t- and then he made the subs. And I, I, I really do think he might have a point there. What do you think, JK? I thought that was shop window time. I just thought that was give everybody a Well, go. yeah, but he, just... bought, he, bought, he bought Nonny and uh, Mudrick on, didn't he, for Gallagher and uh, Havertz? Well, that was not bad. I wouldn't have taken Gallagher off. I'd have found another person to take off. And so I suppose he had to take him off because he was playing forward, wasn't he? He was up front. That was the mm-hmm. trouble. So, But I, I still think all the subsequent um, the subsequent substitutions were just were just... Um, completely unnecessary. From my, from my point of view, why I don't think the subs made any sense is the three first players he brought on should have been on from the start. Yeah, absolutely. Th- 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 those three players should have gone start. You mean you Kula... mean he should have picked my team, Mark? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then Koulibaly, I know he's been injured. There's little point in bringing Koulibaly on away from home to Man City when you're 1-0 down, when they're on the beach with 10 minutes to go. Is he going to get a goal for us? No, no. What's the point? And, and Captain America isn't going to either. So those two subs, and and Frank, bless him, he's very similar to Potter in this respect. There's nothing in the rules that says you have to use all five substitutes, and both of them. I'd, I'd if I had time, I'd look back on all of our games this season. Was there any game where we didn't bring any subs on? No. Was there any game lately where we haven't used all well, five? I, I subs? think I think this is this bullshit about having five subs. It, it's making managers think that they're playing American football and they have to do all these clever tactical substitutions when you should only make them to change the game anyway talking of subs talking of subs Mark um, I was very confused by Chukawukameka whatever his name is just call him Chuck there'll be a song about that soon anyway Chuck uh, was uh, prevented from joining the England under 20 squad like uh, Lewis Hall that England are playing in the U World Cup I think the uh, under 20 World Cup down in Argentina uh, so he's been prevented from going because Frank says we need him and he brings him on with about what 10 minutes to go if that what the fucking not, fuck was that all about Mark not not nine minutes to go yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. what what's that about to be fair, is that Frank's call? No, oh, well, I don't know, for fuck's sake. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day... Yeah, but why didn't um, he start him? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, well, I mean, you've got. Hang on a minute. Oh, Sorry, I'm, I've yeah. got a real cob on about this no, because I agree. because Loftus Cheek. I mean, oh. okay, let's not all believe what we read in the papers, but in the papers last week, it was all about Loftus Cheek. You know, Milan are interested in going uh, going in for him. Bloody bloody blah. So therefore, play fucking Chuck because he might be here next year. And Cheek Loftus might Cheek not won't. be. He won't be. Loftus Cheek will not be here. So. Why are we? Play- and to be fair, Loftus Cheek didn't have a bad game yesterday. No, he, he, just had- he was okay. He was, he was okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, he was okay in the midfield. He had a couple of surgeon runs, but he's going to be leaving this club in the summer. Why is it- is he being played? And then there was an interesting comment. I think it was after the game yesterday, where he was asked about um, Chukawa Maker Carney for short. Um, and Frank says, "I want to give him minutes, but I have to think about my job." Well, you, oh, then, well done. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, and then, and then Frank says afterwards he's not going to be here. You know, he's not sticking around. Yeah. Well, yeah. Frank, bless him, he's got... And it might come back to, yeah, his comms are brilliant, uh, but then Potters probably were as well. So whoever's guiding them on the communications is doing an absolutely fine job. But I have to think about my job. Frank, you've only got two more games in temporary charge. Why does, what is... What, you know, what is you've got to think about? you're not going to keep your job because you know there's a new manager coming in. So why are you worried? It just seems a really strange statement to make, Frank. You know, he's basically kept him behind. He would have been play- playing tonight. I think they're playing tonight. Maybe, in, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think they're playing tonight. I think it's England's first game tonight. Um, why not let him go? Yeah, he gets 10 minutes. Really? He's hardly had any football under Lampard oh. or Potter. Yeah. It must be a blow if he's thinking England are playing in Argentina and I'm sitting here doing bugger all. Mm. And, it, and it'd be good for him. It'd be it'd actually good for his development to play in an international tournament. He hasn't had much football. I can't remember how many games he started for this year. Maybe none, maybe one. He's mainly come on as a substitute 10, 15, 20 minutes to go. And he is a talent. That's why we signed him from Aston Villa. He's held in high regard. Why don't we play him? Is there something we don't see? But if we follow the training ground analogy, Frank is positive about it. He said, you know, reflect what's happening on the training ground. I want to give him some minutes. So he's doing well on the training ground. Tell you what. doesn't make sense. I know. I mean, one day, I really hope that Frank Lampard writes a book and tells us what the fuck was going on in this mad two or three months that he'd been in charge because... And it it comes back to the point JK was making earlier that I think that Gary Neville said. The type of yeah. professional Frank Lampard is, yeah. yeah so he, he isn't clueless, as mentioned earlier. Is he would be extremely frustrated, and I think Ashley Collard included that as well. They'd be really frustrated. This is not Chelsea Football Club, and, and J.K. talked a few shows back um, after the Brighton game, where the guy said to you who worked in hospitality yeah. that yeah. Frank had yeah. kept them behind in the dressing room, and they yeah. said this isn't Chelsea. You know, Frank could be a very proud person. And he would never have, have like down tools as some of these players have done, not just under Frank Lamb. They did it under Potter as well. And Tuchel. And, and Tuchel. I mean, yeah. this is the yeah. thing. This is, I mean, I know people getting very upset about Frank. Yeah. I do yeah. think there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know. I mean, I, I'm amazed. I mean, you know, if, if I'm Frank Lampard, you know, I've got I've got eleven. What? How many games has he had in? Did he have in charge? Eleven, fifteen, something like that. I don't know. A, you know, a, a, a very short amount of games in charge. That, and you know, you're going to finish the job. Then, you know that that surely gives you a complete free reign to to do what you think is best. 
to mm. fucking go for it. You know, you, you really cannot lose. You cannot lose. It's a win-win. He could have played kids. You know, he could have mm. he could have done all sorts of things, which we haven't seen him do. We've seen him do, in a, in effect, what, what you would, you know, I, I haven't seen him do much different from what Potter was trying to do. Um, fact, possibly worse. Or possibly it worse. I, I would, it was you know, better. I, I, under Potter. Sorry, I, would, I, I actually, though yeah. it pains me to say, it, I would agree with you both. He's lost and he had an opportunity to to do, you know, what the fuck he wanted in full knowledge that he wasn't going to get fired. So he should have had no fear, and it hasn't looked like that. So I don't know what's going on. I really don't. But I think something is going on. And I, as I said, I cannot wait. I hope Frank one day does an interview with the Chelsea fan cast when JK and I are in our 80s and tells us exactly what fucking happened because I think we need to know. I think that statement about his job, I, I'm worried about my job, it is was almost slipping to say I'm getting told what to do here. Yeah, maybe. I think he has been communicating, you know, in uh, what's the word? Speaking in tongues, as it were. In code. Well, in a way, I mean, I was picking that up with, you know, that, that comment about the players, you know, but it could also be a lack of confidence, which I understand is that's the kind version. Really he's saying none of them give a fucking shit about the club. None of them are putting any effort in and they're a bunch of unprofessional wankers. But they could it could just be a lack of confidence. So I'm covered, you know, I, there's some weird fucking shit going on in that club. That is absolutely for sure. It's just we don't know what it is. Right. Um. Either way, the season needs to end. There's no motivation, no desire, no confidence, uh, possibly poor attitude, bloody bloody blah. But JK, you came up with an absolute doozy on the fan bite about how many of that team would get into the city team. Yeah. Well, I. I, well, which A or B team, JK? Say again. Sorry. What? Which 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 city team would they get into? The A team or the B team? I don't think I don't think they'd get into either team. <laughs> I really don't. I don't looking at that. They were so superior. Each player, each city player. I mean, also got Carl Walker. Carl Walker is excellent, absolutely excellent. The speed of that man. I'm, I, and he doesn't get injured. Runs runs just as fast as James and uh, Chile. Doesn't get injured. Um, uh, no, I, I think that also the trouble we're having is we're looking at players and trying to think we're giving them a kind of he makes an effort. He's doing well. When in actual fact, not one single one of them is anywhere near the standard of any of the City players. And this is how far we've got to go to get them back up again. Now, with his great abilities, Tuchel managed to um, uh, put them into a crucible and form them into a different metal. Um, uh, so that the, he got them to play much better as a team. So it is, you look at these players and you think, well, at the moment they wouldn't get into any city side, but with a proper manager and a better manager, giving them roles and perhaps um, explaining how some of them should play properly, um, or in their vision of the side, some of them might then uh, evolve into better, into better players. Fernandez is an example. I mean, the poor man, he, he, he comes down to everybody else's level, yet beavers around like a, a mad thing. And we mustn't forget that he, he won a World Cup. And you just think if he was playing in the City side, he would do marvellously. But not at, it's not at the moment, not with his standard at the moment. What I'm saying is, is that some of them you would hope would come up next year with a proper manager. 
And they're the ones that I think that that whoever it's going to be, the manager, Poch, looks at. But at the moment, on this performance, the lack of effort. There is, I mean, we're, we're saying, isn't Connor great? Isn't Connor fantastic? He makes an effort. I'm, I don't know what he'd be like playing in a more elite side because we're so dreadful. I'd like to see him in, in a, in a um, well, but I, is it going to happen? You hope that whoever next year gives him a role. Because at the moment, he hasn't got a... What the fuck was he doing? Playing centre-forward, practically. What was Frank doing? And yet, you know, he got a header in because he was the most advanced player in the penalty area, and he almost scored. But I, it, it's... I keep I look at them all, and I think we're not seeing um, the kind of performance we've been used to for the last 20 years from any of them. Mark, you're on. Just on the subject of Connor, um, I, I know we talk about stats a bit like past gravy, but here's a stat from yesterday. And I thought Connor had his usual run around, make himself a nuisance, could have scored a goal. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, in terms of his stats yesterday, he had nine accurate passes and 24 touches. Kepper touched the ball more yesterday than Connor Gallagher. And that's a symptom of how we play as well. Yeah, our goalkeeper and our defenders seem to touch the ball more than our attacking and our midfield players. Well, they they do this this passing around at the back from uh, exactly. and, and aimlessly, aimlessly. Yes. The idea of passing the ball at the back yeah. is supposed to create angles yeah. because to suck the opposition in, so they've got four less players to get past. We just we pit, pitter patter it about, and it looks as if we're going to give the ball every away. Time, every time we did yeah. it against every City, every time we did it against City, yeah. they shat yeah. their pants because City pressed yeah. like buggery. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. So we're playing, we're playing in a way that doesn't work either. Yeah. So and that's I, why I keep I, saying I, I, that if, somebody, if Poch came in, somebody came in and said, "No, here's the structure. That's what you do. Come on, come on, play like this." He presses madly every time he's done it. Poch, play like this, do that. They'll all have a role to play. I think we'll see them playing a hugely elevated standard, I think. But at the moment, none of them gets into anywhere in the city side. Can't say fairer than that. Um, Mark, I interrupted you. Sorry, you were going to say something. No, I don't think I was going to say. I think we just have to be tolerant with Poch, because obviously it's going to be yeah. Poch that come, yeah. comes in, because it might, it might take a while. This side, just many of them have been somewhere else for the best part of this season and even some of the best managers in the world you know will have to work with these players next season and try and turn them into winners and that might take a while yeah yeah especially even, some even pep yeah. even pep if pep was manager of chelsea tomorrow yeah. i think he'd have well, his work cut out to begin with yeah. i mean the irony is uh that pep and klopp took several years to to make progress real proper progress at both city and liverpool and they fundamentally changed their entire squads uh, in about a three or four year period. Now we've kind of done that, but done it all in one go, and it's you know it's really not helped. I don't think. Anyway, okay, let's move on to happier things. Now, as you probably know, Alex, the lovely Alex Churchill was due to be on the show tonight, but she's. Currently in Flanders Fields, uh, she's in Mons, I believe, doing one of her wonderful World War One uh, historical tours, and uh, she's very, very good at them. So, um, you know, so I obviously, uh, you know, we don't have her tonight, but what we, we I think we're going to have her here on Friday night. That's the plan, anyway. Um, but she is doing a First World War pub crawl, 
What on earth is that, I hear you say? Well, uh, it's an afternoon of hopping from pub to pub in search of London's First World War history. Uh, and apparently she will cover everything from drunken Tommies to prisoners of war, the contribution of Pacific, Pacific Islanders to the conflict and the perils of being a German living in London on the outbreak of war. Uh, and there will be a lot of booze involved, if I know, Alex, and uh, a lot of uh, very good history because she is, as I said, rather good at that. Um, I do believe that uh, Johnny Bumstead might be tagging along for that one because uh, when we, we had him at the Troubadour event the other week, um, Alex was there and he had a good old chat with her and he's very into his, his military history. So uh, you may even have an ex an ex Chelsea player there. So how about that? Anyway, it's on the 8th of July and uh, it's 35 quid to join. And uh, if you want to do so, uh, I've got a lovely post on Mixler from Nathan, who uh, runs the Chelsea Grave Society, that says, I can highly recommend them, because he's been on one before. I'm hoping to make this one myself. But, uh, yeah, you want to go to historiatravel.org, I-S-T-O-R-I-A travel.org, forward slash copy hyphen of hyphen London hyphen war hyphen memorials. So there you go. Have some fun on it. And uh, yeah, you'll, you'll learn something too. Anyway, hopefully you will learn something in part two as we preview Man United versus Chelsea. Chidge. JK, in all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea. Right, okay. Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast. I'm Stanford Chidge, of course, and uh, this is part two. And I am joined as ever by uh, Jonathan Kidd. 
Hello. And the uh, ever so lovely Mark Meehan. Good evening, everybody. There we go. Hope everybody is well and looking forward to the end of the season. Yes, indeed. We'll have an I end. I thought you were say looking forward to the end of this programme. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I'm sure there are many people listening who say that every week, thinking, it's fucking how long? There's always a great line in a in a brilliant record. I don't know if you if you lot are familiar with Sand and Easter. And, uh, Very good a, album. There's a song on there called The Magnificent Seven. Great track. And uh, it was uh, The Clash's first kind of foray into hip-hop. And uh, and it's quite dancey, actually. And it basically goes on forever. And there's a lovely... One of my favourite bits is when Mick Jones or Strummer, I can't remember which one it is. It's a long time since I listened to it. But they, you can hear them on the mic, off kind of off mic, going, fucking long, innit? And I, I always think of that when I record the Chelsea fan cast. Most people do. You- what? Have you seen the Clash tribute band London Calling? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know if I can do tribute bands. I I, I saw them for the first. I, time I saw the, the Clash doing their tribute band post Mike Jones. <laughs> so you know, they did. They did the Sandinista album. We just saw it at the start of the season. So this tribute band covered the Sandinista album, and you do forget what a very good album Sandinista was. Oh yeah, was. It's one of my. I love it. Yeah, always did love it. Anyway, uh, you can tell by the fact that Mark and I have already launched into talking about music that uh, we'd much rather talk about music than Chelsea Football Club. But hey, you can tell that I'm not involved because uh, we're not talking like about the Beatles. You know. uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Going to say, oh, no, the Clash. There, who are they? Yeah, who are these new bands like the Clash? don't like the clash yeah they are these new bands i don't know i've never heard of them everybody cut their hair yes 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 jk had his way would all be wearing long hair still although some of us might say i am anyway enough 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 it's time for the thing that jk looks forward to the only thing he looks forward to in this otherwise very bleak season it's chidge's team selection He's so excited i can this his little face is radiant little blue shirts and the little yellow As Barry oh, Davies once said, "Look at his face! Just look at his face!" So there we go. Some of the um, you've got little billboards at the back, and they appear to be blank. They normally got stuff written on them. Oh, that's because I've I must have moved the thing. It's something studio. It's line up eleven. I, I I it's an app I use to do this. Okay. All right. It's not that good to be honest. But anyway, well, it just doesn't make me think I'm in a football stadium it, anymore. Yeah, it does. It does the it does the job for what we need it to do. Uh, right. Okay. My my team. Mark's. Mark's clearly read the script. He's printed it out in colour. Gold star to Mark. Anyway, uh, right, my team, four uh, uh, United away. I've gone four at the back, for fuck's sake. You know, fuck off with the three fucking four, three or whatever it was. Bloody hell. Anyway, Kepper, uh, uh, Lewis Hall. I almost said Gareth again. Lewis Hall, Silver. Kepper, Fafana, we know he might play Koulibaly, but this is my team, not his. Fafana, Chaloba, that's your four. Fernandez, Gallagher, Chukwameka in the midfield. I mean, for fuck's sake, if you've kept him from playing for England this week, bloody play him. What were, I mean, Christ almighty, it's two games to go. Does it matter, for fuck's sake? And then up front, the, 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 three, the three that we should be really trying. I mean, I know, I know that Havertz you couldn't score a wank in a brothel, but oh, God. yeah, but there you go. Nancing uh, about more and more now, isn't he? He just sort of the, the Noel Coward of professional football. He is absolutely right. Well, With a cigarette holder and a fucking yes. gin martini in his hand. Yes. yes. Oh, there we go. Anyway, Mudrick uh, on the left, Madweki on the right, and uh, Kai Havertz, 
the sackcloth German in the middle. Because who else? Who else is going to play there? Nobody else can do it. He doesn't do a brilliant job, but he does it better than everybody else. I know it's all so painful, isn't it? But anyway, that for good or ill, J.K. is my team, and I love it, Chidge. I know. I love it too. It'll never be picked. You know who he's going to pick, though. Okay, come on. Let do it. Do a who? Who, who do you think Frank's going to pick? He'll pick Koulibaly instead of Fofana. Yep. Because because Fofana made an error. Yeah. Appears to be the way that Frank mind goes. Yeah. When, when Sterling came on and did a run against Bournemouth, he then got picked for the next game. So he'll do that because of the error. And I have to say, Fofana didn't fill himself with glory for the rest of the game against City. Um, he'll play Silva because he's a constant, though I think Silva has lost the will to live in this team, to be quite honest. He, I think they all gave up when uh, Fofana gave the ball away and just let them pass it and score because they just thought it was inevitable. It's almost as if they're saying, well, that's such a fucking stupid error. We'll, we'll give a goal away. I don't care. Fernandez will play because he's he is the, the future. Well, one hopes he is the, the focal point and gets through a lot. But as I say, is looking so depressed by the whole experience. Um, uh Gallagher should play there, but I, I think he'll play cheek in one of those positions just because he can, just to fuck us all off. Um, and um, uh, I don't think Chukwameka will, will, Chukwameka will come on later as a sub. Um, and he'll play uh, Sterling instead of Mudrick. He'll play uh, Gallagher up front again. And um, uh, who is the other? Uh, and he'll, uh, he'll, I suspect he'll play, uh, he'll play five again. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm guessing here. I just don't. I think he'll he he likes that template that we saw at the weekend. He likes um, Sterling playing. Um, whether that's he trying to coax him back into some form, or whether it's because he's the most expensive player in the team on three hundred and fifty thousand a week, whatever he's on. Um, Havertz will keep his position despite his lack of engagement, um, uh, and. Um, uh, 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 who haven't I mentioned? Uh, what other players have we got who will 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 ruin your selection, Chidge? Pulisic. Um, oh yeah, I, I reckon Pulisic will get a go. Actually, I think he may play Pulisic instead of Havertz. Actually, um, but he'll play he'll play Chalaba, But he'll play. He, but he might give. He might put Cheek as the as the as the wing back if he plays the five, mm. plays the three plus the two. two he might uh, play Asby again. Yeah, but indeed he might. He might. You know, I mean, who the fuck knows? But we can't. What your your lineup is exactly how I would love it. But yeah. the chances of that happening are so slim. It's so. amazing. Anybody would have thought you'd have read my script where I say team selection. Fuck knows what Frank will do. I've put, which basically sums it up quite nicely. Do you know what? I mean, there's so many things we could talk about about this. But uh, I mean, United and Chelsea. It's really interesting because you know what I said earlier on about things are not binary. Well, when it comes to the head-to-head matches that Chelsea have played against United recently, both home and away, it is definitely binary. Uh, going in uh, most recent first, uh, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 0-0, 0-0. If that's binary, Mark, I don't know what is. And we also haven't beaten them at home since about 2017-18, and we haven't won at Old Trafford in 10 years. Oh when my God! Had, yeah, the last time we, we had won a was one nil. Tremendous record. One nil. Two thousand thirteen, and we did, didn't we? Even when we were shit, we used to beat United. Really, over the years, we've had a tremendous record at Old Trafford. We've probably got as good a record at Old Trafford as 
yeah, any other club. Well, in the I mean, League. you know, I can tell you actually since uh, the since football began in 1992. Sorry, the Premier League started in 1992. Uh, we've won six, drawn 13, lost 11. So that's pretty good. I mean, actually, overall, all games against United since time began, uh, we've won 55, drawn 56 and lost 81. And I mean, I, I remember, Mark, the, the old adage used to be that Chelsea have got one of the best records going against Man United. Maldonicky. Yeah. yeah. Kerry, yeah. those two fucking goals that Kerry scored, I love those two goals. But even back to the 1970s under Osgood and Co, we regularly got a result yeah. at Old Trafford. Yeah. But we haven't won there in 10 years and we haven't beaten them in five seasons, home or away. No, we haven't. For a team, for a team that, you know, basically we almost had the Hulu sign over them for quite a period of time. See, yeah. if I'm Frank JK, you know, if I'm Frank Lampard, one day I'll be lucky enough to be Frank Lampard. I keep, keep dreaming. But uh, one day, uh, three away games ago was the 11th of August, 2019, which was Frank's first... Uh, match in charge of Chelsea and we went up to Man United and, and we, we, lost, we yeah rather unluckily it has to be said we got walloped 4-0 I mean it was never a 4-0 walloping if you remember it was actually a very even game decisions as always went against us up there but we lost 4-0 if I'm Frank Lampard I want to get Rivengi who's going to be the ref do we know I didn't look at that I can tell you keep waffling and I'll find out no, just because I, I watched um, Taylor yesterday. They didn't mention it, man, of match of the day when um, um, uh, Atwell. Oh, is Atwell? Yeah, he's. They've they've decided Pogmol in all that. Hang on, inf- no, no, inf- oh, it is it is Atwell, yeah. Infinite is. wisdom, not to change any of the referees, not to relegate anybody, and keep the same bunch of of um, obdurate narcissists. Uh, as um, as this year, which speaks volumes, doesn't it, for the ineptitude of the whole system? I must share this with you because I was I was looking at flash score then to find out the referee, and I was looking down. It's quite small on my phone, and uh, I'm you know getting old and I can't read things very well. And anyway, it's got a list of who will not play, and at the top of Man United's list is Mason Greenwood, and uh, it says inactive, but I thought it said ineffective. <laughs> will not play because he's ineffective, which is probably true. Uh, interestingly, Rashford's questionable. Uh, I don't, in terms of whether he'll play or not, I think he's a fine, upstanding young man other than that. Casemiro's been an, a, an outstanding person. Fucking great player. I mean, I loved him when he was at Real Madrid. I thought he was one of their... But he, he's got fucking bollocks. He's a leader. He's got bollocks. Fights. Love him. Why didn't we pick him up? He'd have been a great buy. But they, they've gone for Ute, haven't they? Now, so well, they're only going to be buying. You know, they they don't seem to think that if you buy a um, a veteran who's won the Champions League six times, it's going to be any good. He's made a difference to that side. I mean, you know, Ten Ten Hag's, you know, not a fucking idiot. There's no no doubt about that. So, Mark, you know, Frank needs to get a bit of revenge for that four nil. Um, I don't give him much chance. I'll be honest with you, Mark. I mean, give give you this as a bit of a stat. United uh, have only lost once at home in the league this season versus Brighton in the first match of the season. They've not lost at all at home other than that. In fact, they've uh, won 13, drawn three at home. Um, I saw another stat, actually, interestingly enough, is that Chelsea's home form, you know, if you look at their just their home form, they would be 15th, whereas they're 12th 
or 11th, I think, on away form, which is kind of where we're 12th at the moment. But we would be 15th if it was just on home form, which tells you just how shit it's been. We've won six, drawn six, lost six. Away, we've won five, drawn four, lost nine. But yeah, I mean, getting back to the point, United's home form is rather good, uh, it has to be said. And i tell you what worries me, Mark. Um, I think that they will still have one eye on Liverpool. Uh, you know, this is for the race for the top four. I mean, Liverpool uh, have got a better goal difference, I think. So if United lose against us and then their last match on Sunday against Fulham at home uh, and Liverpool beat Southampton away, which they should do, I think technically Liverpool could catch them. I'm just doing a bit of arithmetic in my head. 71-43 is better than, yeah, they've got a goal difference of 28. Uh, They'll be trying, Chidge. They'll really be trying. Yeah, and also much better. There's, I but mean, they, the, the bottom line is, they, hang on, there's a, the, there's a, the bottom line is there's a chance that Liverpool could catch United if, if United fuck up one or, or both of these. Well, they have to fuck up both of these games. <laughs> so the fact is, they've got two bites at the cherry, but, you know, they're not going to take any chances. So they're going to be bang up for this, aren't they, JK? I think they will be. Oh, completely and utterly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something they on want, it for them. But also, they want to inflict as much pain on us as they possibly can. So, uh, um, but I, I'm intrigued by some of their their players who are really seem to boss games completely, like Fernandez, who's it may be a a nasty piece of work, but is a terrific player. Um, uh, Lindelof similarly is uh, um, a great practices of the dark arts. All of this lot. I mean, Anthony is slightly dubious. It seems to get into good positions and shoot badly. Um, and Shaw's, you know, in and out. But the fact they picked up this boy, Ganacho, appears to be a very good yeah, winger. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Doesn't he? And um, Sancho appears to be improving. I'd like to know what happened to, to uh, Van der Beek, who we all thought was going to be a... I think we even put in a bid for him at one stage. Knee injury. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Rashford's excellent. As I said before, Casemiro, completely brilliant. Um, Veghorst is an interesting, you know, old-fashioned centre-forward. And uh, it depends what De Gea you have. He just seems to be... Depends what De Gea of the week it is. Oh, Chidge, you are so good. That was so... No, no, I thought that was really good. I really like that. And, of course, they have the the magician that is Ericsson. So, you know, they've got... I I keep being surprised they're not better because they've got some really terrific players. But he's he's given them much more of a focus, um, Ten Hag and got them playing in a way that he wants. And he was very bullish about getting rid, rid of Ronaldo. Good luck to him. Um, but they're a much better side than they were. Um, Fred turns in a, you know, a decent um, performance in time to time. Mc, I'm just, McFred. McTominay and Fred in midfield. Yeah, oh, McTominay's a nasty... Oh, He's a horrible little... Oh, almost horrible. dropped the Gareth again, but I'd have oh, been right. Oh, yeah, would have been, you would have been correct. It's um, a time and a place for everything, and that would have been it. I like the fact that Sancho's looking a bit better. Actually, it's interesting, isn't it? Some players who they can play, they play very well, and then something happens to them psychologically. They can't quite cope with the environment or whatever. But he's relaxed into it. And he's looking, getting back to the player that he was in Germany. I um, mean, United. Sorry, go on, mate. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. no, no, no. Carry on. You carry on. Carry I was just going to say, you know, United's form has, has been a. It's it's been a bit up and down. I mean, they they beat Bournemouth. They, they squeaked past Bournemouth one nil away. Uh, they beat Wolves two nil at home. They lost 1-0 to West Ham uh, away. They lost 1-0 to Brighton away. And they beat, Liv- uh, beat Aston Villa 1-0 at home. So, I mean, they ain't scoring a lot of goals. 
Um, they're very they're very good at home. They're not so good away. No, yeah. but I mean they're not thumping anybody. I mean they didn't even no. thump wolves. I mean, oh, too... there's always there's always Thursday chidge, isn't there? Well, you, yes, I know you say that. I mean, you know, the last five Premier League matches that we've played. I mean, okay, the last two up there have been nil nil and one one. Um, we know what the one before that was. That was the four nil. But uh, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm just. <laughs> I wonder if we can sneak a draw here. I mean, I you know, I I just wonder if we can. I mean, the, you know, I mean the the heart says beat the fuck out of them. But uh, Mark, I think maybe. I mean, do you think we can get a draw up there? I mean, the, the other reason I say that, Mark, is that while they'll be really on it because they need points. Actually, the reality is they only need one point to be certain of uh, of top four. Draw would be fine for them. Yeah, draw would be fine. I think it really depends what team Frank puts out and how he approaches the game. It's simple, it's, it's simple as that. If, if, if we start and we set ourselves up how we did against Manchester City, no. Because we, I think we showed too much fear to their beating. But there's only two games left. We can't go up. We can't go down. Yeah, we could probably go up what one place above Crystal Palace now. So we're going to finish 11th or 12th, shall we say, possibly 13th if we lose both games. Just, wh- why not just say, what the hell, let's just go at United and I don't think Frank will. I don't think he wants another 4 0 loss. But let's see how vulnerable they are. Take the game to them. And again, why not play David Fafana? Why not? Yeah, it's two games to go. Give David Fafana a run out. Give him the first 45 at Old Trafford. See what happens. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's been on the bench countless times now. He's hardly had any football since he joined us. Let's see what he's made of. Let him use Old Trafford. Yeah. He might be raw, but then. If, if you look at it, you know, Lewis Hall is raw. Yeah. Conor Gallagher is raw. But my word, they put an effort in. Yeah. I mean, you know, he can't really do any worse, can he? Exactly. I, I mean, the interesting thing is, is that uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers can uh, can catch us. They've got one game left. They can, If they win that, I have no idea who it's against, but they can win that and they'll have 44 points. I mean, this is assuming that we don't win our last two games. Uh, but West Ham cannot catch us because they've got one game left. They can get a maximum of 43 points and their goal difference is minus 12, whereas ours is minus six. So, you know, we can... Could. Huh? Unless what? we lost heavily. Mate, I mean, that's a fucking <laughs> six-goal swing. <laughs> it, well, things yeah. are not that bad, surely. Are. Come they on, are, come they on, are. for fuck's they sake. Are. Okay, it, mathematically, it mathematically, the worst we could do this season is finish 14th. That's still, uh, I think, our worst position in Premier League history. Uh, we can still... Can we 14th under Glenn? I thought we might yeah. have been 15th, you know, but I yeah. mean... You... Well, I thought we were 12th under Glenn, weren't we? We were there for three years, but I'm sure he did a 14th. Okay, a steward's inquiry, steward's inquiry, bound to Friardale, here we go. I, I can I can tell he, right whizzing down here fourteenth under Glenda, that's mm. our worst Premier League finish, so we might just about avoid that, but mathematically it's possible if we get humped stupid uh, on uh, Thursday and Sunday, and West Ham win their last game, you know I don't know who they've got but they'll be on the beach because they're waiting for that uh, tin pot trophy they're all going me- mental about. Um, it's likely that we'll finish 12th. We might finish 13th. I mean, it's piss poor by by any stretch of the imagination. Let, the, the fewest wins at the moment, the lowest goals. What a load of old fucking arse gravy. But, you know, I still think 
Uh, I mean, you know, I think, look, is there any hope of a win here? I can't believe we're even so. This is the Chelsea. But I feel like Frank Lampard here. This is the Chelsea fan cast, for fuck's sake. We never predict losses and draws. This is the Chelsea fan cast. Come there on. Could be some, there could be some glorious Chelsea unpredictability. Copyright Mr. Marco Worrell. Yeah. And we do something ridiculous between now and the end of the season in these two games. And we get an unexpected win. Yeah. And why not on Thursday night? Yeah, just. I think, I mean, this is, it'd be great. We've been watching at that hard. straw all season, haven't we? All season. Some glorious Chelsea unpredictabilities. Never yeah. happened. Not so this it must, Yeah, so again, the law of averages would say sooner or later, we have a bit of glorious unpredictability and why not Old Trafford on Thursday? Yeah. JK's, turn, be, JK's turned yeah. into Thiago Silva with a, it's just not working for me face. Why am, yeah. why am I bothered with you lot? You're all rubbish. You, you, you lot all sit there with this hopeless... Hopeful, sorry, hopeful optimism when you should actually just deal with reality. J.K. The sigh is written all over his face at our stupidity. Uh, it's it's all so dreadful, and they are so incapable of putting a decent performance together. I just and when when the opposition score against them, their heads just go down completely. But I, you know, unless then you have to wait to half time and Frank gives them a rocket and they come out and vaguely play. With some element of effort, but I'm I'm sorry. I've just I have I have. It's like watching. I mean, even some of the teams in the eighties um, uh, fought better than this when they were down. The, the it's if they go a goal down, the chances of them coming back for it are very back from it are very slim. Indeed, there's a mentality in the team at and the yet, moment. And yet, you know, if Sterling's not offside, if Connor you know, heads the ball slightly to the left, we, we equalise against City. We, I mean, OK, they may have just turned up a gear and, and romped home, but, you know... No, they would have done, Chidge. You well, know, yeah, of course. But, I mean, you know... brought the others on earlier, you know. Yeah, but, you know, football's a, a funny old game, as somebody... I do love the, the fact that in the few minutes that Harlem was on, um, Dave and he managed to have a, a whole series of, I felt, philosophical discussions about, um, about um, how Dave was sort of flapping at him. And he kept pushing him away, and and Harland is 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 very amusing because he has he has rows with people and conversations with them, you know, like you know, why are you doing this to me? You can see it happening. Drogba used to do that to people, and yeah, yeah, and used what, to get know, in their the head. Matter? Yeah, what's the matter with you? Don't touch me. What are you doing? You're a bit odd, aren't you? You can just see him saying all these things, and um, I eat uh, crayons, and I'll eat you next. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a touch of that going on. <laughs> He looks like a fucking weird... Also, thinking, he's a, he's why, a freak, mate. Why is Dave marking Harland? I know, it's just like... What was, what was going on there? I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, God. Anyway. I, th- I, th- I think that's more pet. Yeah. As we said earlier, as for Equator, he's getting to the fag end of his career and he's probably seen by Pep as the weak point. So he sends Harland on with the latter part of the game and just say, stand over by him. You know, there's this chance you'll you'll get a goal in this game because Haaland yeah, hasn't true. scored against Chelsea. I think we're the only team I in know. the Premier League. That's about the only thing we can celebrate. Yeah, so we we de Haaland Haaland. Yeah. But again, the thing I think I was going to say is we haven't been in front many games away from home this season. So well, wouldn't it be interesting because once they go a goal behind, everyone sort of says we're not going to get anything out of it. Wouldn't it be interesting if we actually got in front at Old Trafford and then see how they respond to that? and how they protect the 1-0 lead. 
Well, let's let's hope so. Let's I mean, see. yeah. Let's I mean, I, I'm going to ask you your predictions now, Marcus. I've got got you on on the subject. What what are you, what are you going to go for? What, have, you, have you done your prem predictions yet? I don't know. Actually, I can't. I, I've deliberately that. not done mine because I wanted to wait to see what the result I was against I, City. I thought I, I thought I put a draw down. Yeah. Yeah. You what, what, I, what, I, one I, all. Yeah, I thought I put one all down. Yeah. I I mean I I actually think in spite of this apparently to be quite insane i think a draw is a is a is a is you know if i was a betting man I, i'd put money on the draw actually okay i really want to go one nil i'm going to go one nil but i think the draws i might well go one one in the uh the prem predictions but i think i think i'm going to, I'm going to say one nil you're going to say what one all i'll, I'll go for, i'll go for one all because there's, there's a part of me thinks there's only one game left in the season we go unfortunately newcastle you know Done, done. Europe now. Well, they're Newcastle. they're all, they'll be on the beach, won't they? So, that, so they'll be on the beach. So you'd like to think we finish the season better than we've played most of this season. So get a result, Old Trafford, go into the last home game of the season, and finish in front of your own fans against a team on the bench, and finish with a win. Because I dread to think if we don't win either of these two games, or put a decent performance in, or get a decent result out of it. You may as well not bother with the lap of appreciation. Well, I think the lap of appreciation for me will be straight down the fucking pub, mate. I don't deserve any appreciation. Anyway, uh, we've yet to beat a, a side in the top six all season, by the way. Um, I'm, I might, uh, I might, I might, uh, I might change my mind. I might go for one-one actually. J.K., what say you? Three-nil. To us, that's very positive of you. I like that. Well done, J.K. Yeah, well done. Round of applause for J.K. and his positivity. Not to us. Not to us. Not to us. Why? I, I've got no hope for them. I, I, they're just dreadful. This is a dreadful football team with no desire, no ability, no doing the basics, not there. They've all given up and uh, we're just not good enough. And United want it. They need to win it. You know what will happen. They'll, it, they'll, you know, we'll make a few efforts. We might have one up the other end, a few shots. They'll come down, put a move together, goal. So we'll pass to some one of theirs, and then they'll score from it. You know that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can't. I can't. I haven't. This is this is the. It's worst just not working for me. Worst Chelsea side I've seen for for over over forty years. You mean no there's no effort? Yeah. There's no interest. There's no there's no feeling that they're playing. As, as Frank said, for Chelsea, it's just a group of people flick the ball about if they. The fact we've gone over it, you know, all the, diff the they can't play the ball out from the back. They're as scared as shit. They're not good enough. They panic. They it's almost as if the season has been a deep psychological problem for them, and they haven't got over it, and they can't deal with it, and it's given them the willies completely and utterly, and they need a complete reset. And and I I, I despair. You, you, we we have this terrible thing. We watch them with hope, don't we? Thinking this it might work this time. Yes, terrible Chelsea of uh, you know it's a Chelsea thing. They might come back and no, they're shit. They're completely dreadful. It it's it's. Uh. Mark, but, I, I, sorry, we, sorry, no, got more. What there's more? Yeah, there's more. There's more. There's the more. There's more. The, I I I have great hope for next season because that's always the fact you always think next season we'll do something because there'll be a better manager in place this season has been an absolute disaster and the owners should be absolutely ashamed of themselves for the idiocy that has prevailed in in 
getting rid of, for, for whatever reason, one of the best managers in the sodding world, and then bringing in a half-baked, unprepared, un lacking in ability... Ungarnished man. wet lettuce. Yes, well, well expressed, as I, <laughs> that's what I called him myself earlier on. And, and And then we get some kind of dreadful PR exercise where they bring in the greatest players ever played for Chelsea, who has management hasn't been great. But even he alluded to the fact that when Everton drew 1-1, he had a different set of players who all tried, who all made an effort. Not this lot. It is, it's watching, it's watching idiocy. It's just awful. And they do, they don't stand a chance on Thursday if United are up for it in that environment. Uh, you know, we keep saying, well, there might be, you know, and then on Sunday, if if Newcastle win tonight, then they, they no, Newcastle will want to bury us as well. They like inflicting pain as much as they can on a side they all think are all jumped up superstars as they want to be. They want to get rid of the reputation. They want to absolutely flog Chelsea and put them in their places because they really enjoy the fact that we're not the team we were. So the sooner this all ends, the sooner we have a different management set up, the sooner the owners understand what the fuck they've done this year and make amends for it, then we'll be in a much better mental state okay. and position. Well, to cheer you up, this is going to... Yeah, yeah, I know, because you need it. And I am a therapist, so I'm, I'm all for that. Um, I just, just looked at Flash Score. Uh, Newcastle are playing Leicester City tonight. I have predicted uh, Newcastle to beat Leicester 4-1, completely not reading the room that Newcastle are on the beach. And the score at half-time is nil-nil. So Newcastle are officially on the beach and I'm going to lose a fuckload of points tonight. Thank you, Geordie. Yeah, Thank Leicester, you, Geordie bastards. Leicester and Newcastle are completely different kettle of fish. They, they really will want to beat us. They don't like us. No. Just have to watch the game. Don't like the Cockneys. Byrne has got this enormous thing with Havertz. He just likes trying to pick him up see what i would like to have and we're previewing the uh, the match that's at the weekend as well which is great i love a bit of that what i really hope for on sunday is a massive brawl you know sparked by burn i'd love to see somebody nut that big bastard burn it'll probably be Havertz, and then yeah he won't be he won't be playing for us next season so it won't matter no just chin the fucker i mean it'd be great iron him right out lovely uh on that very happy point, uh, I think, uh, you know, we all need to go and have a lie down. But we're not. We're going to come back in a minute because we've got some emails from In Off The yeah. Post. Oh, yes. Off The Post. Woo, 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 woo. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast and uh, a very short little part three because we've got two beautifully formed emails uh, from Dave Kinder and uh, or Kinder and uh, the lovely George Spencer, of course. And the first one, as, as, as ever, if I can actually say it, JK, befalls to you. Thank you very much. Nah, no, no, no problem, bonny lad. Mainly getting the disappointment of this season aye. off the chest. Why, aye? Today's match, it really topped it. I'm so me. excited, I'm going to go and punch a horse. 
Right, I'm now going to read that properly. Um, morning, Chidge. Uh, mainly get... Morning, Chidge. Oi, Dave, what about me? Who? Oi. Who? <laughs> Have I been forgotten? I miss a show and that's it. To be I very fair, to be very fair to Dave, he sent yeah. this on, on Patreon. Okay, I can, I'll get the lay of the land. I'm getting it, Chidge. I'll get my, my little lower lips going now. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, morning, Chidge. Mainly getting the disappointment of this season off my chest. Do it, Dave. Do it. Yesterday's match really topped it off for me. Yes, nine players wandering around aimlessly as if they've missed the last bus. Yes, Gallagher running around like a headless chicken as usual. Yes, but in God only knows what position. Yes, and Enzo trying to bring, bring some calm and class to the proceedings but then eventually wondering what the fuck he's done signing for us lot. Yes, Dave, kindred spirits. Frank has to take a lot of blame for this too. As much as I love him, we all love him, his team selections since returning have been atrocious. What is the point of saying in the press conference, these are the games to impress the new manager as he will be watching, then playing players who are leaving? Dave, RLC, fucking Pulisic. Yes, some people are saying yesterday was our best performance under Frank. Just shows how bad the season has been. Being second best for the majority of the game against City's League Cup side and showing some flashes is supposed to be seen as some sort of silver lining. What have we become? Yes, Dave. Yes. Having said all this, I still do not think we're far away from being a good team again. No, Dave. No. Get rid of the Deadwood. Yeah, that's true. My list is up to 12 players now. <laughs> Mine's 17. Get a proper manager at the helm and play players in their proper positions. It won't be a quick turnaround, but anything must be better than the tripe of this season. Yes, worse than tripe. Awful. It's oh, poo. Plus, without European football, the new manager has the time to implement his style in brackets, hopefully like Conte in his first season. Yeah, but I hope it's not like Conte in his second season after his first season. Anyway, thanks for reading Up the Chelsea. Well done, Dave. Yes, I agree with you, mate. Good yeah. letter. As if he's been, he's been listening to the show tonight. Yeah. Well, indeed. I mean, they're, they're sensible, sensible people. Who... And he's written it now. He wrote it just then, you mean? After no, no, been... he wrote it earlier today, of course. He, he wrote, wrote it this morning. Yes. Oh, OK. Indeed. It says morning, it says morning, morning, morning chidge. It says morning chidge. That's oh, why it says He might be in a different chidge. time zone. You never know. He might I be in a different know. time zone. I don't know. Well done, Dave. Good email. We all basically broadly agree with that. Um, right. The, the weekly email from the absolute legend that is George Spencer. Uh, dear Chigi and the gang. Well, hang on, hang on. am I the gang now? Yeah. We're, we're all we're all the gang. Oh, we're all the gang. We're, are we? we're all the gang. Chigi's I there. I see where this is leading to. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Finished. Yes. Thank you. Uh, well, that went better than expected. Uh, with everyone expecting us to get the Southampton treatment, we only lose 1-0 and having more shots on target than them to boot. Of course, it should be said that this was a Man City team with the league wrapped up and minds on Wembley and Istanbul. A Man City full-strength team would probably have been 6-0 up by half-time. Still, our draw against Forest doesn't seem so bad, with Arsenal losing there and Spurs spursing it at home to Brentford. Now, I am in fact typing this on the train back home from Wembley, having gone there again today for non-league finals day, which marks the end of my football season. Ascot United beat Newport Pagnell service day, sorry, Newport Pagnell 1-0 and Halifax beat Gate uh, Gate Gateshead by the same Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. I was disappointed by the shrinkage in food options in 2019. There was Ben and Jerry's and Krispy Kreme available. Yeah, there were. Yeah. yeah. 
But at least there were no Wrexham fans to boo the national anthem like Poundland Scousers. Here's to July when Winchester City start their pre-season at Badshot Lee. P.S. I found this wonderful chant on Twitter yesterday. I'm not going to do the L.A., L.A., L.A. Uh, kind of LA, 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 no, LA. Not, not, no it's, it's not that one. You'd wrapped no. it up at Christmas. You thought you'd won it. Sorry, I'll start again. You'd wrapped it up at Christmas. You thought you had it won. You went and signed Jorginho, and then it came undone. 2 0 up at Anfield. You were singing in the stands. Bottle jobs of England, the best team in the land. LA, LA, LA. LA, yeah. LA, LA, LA. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. I like that. I like that. Right, finally. Finally, what would you consider to be the best almost signed 11? Oh, he does love a good teaser, doesn't he, George? Right, mine would be Allison, Danny Alves, Virgil van Dijk, Thiago Silva 2008, Luke Shaw, Andrea Perlo, Kaka, Neymar, Steven Gerrard, David Silva, Aguero, manager Pep Guardiola. Until the next time, up the Chels. Bloody hell! Did did, were we in for all of those players at one stage? We were. Fuck's sake! Well, all of them. Yeah. 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 Christ on a bike. That's frightening. Kaka, Perlo. We don't know if they were actually in for them. It was rumoured that we were in for them, wasn't it? Is that the bloke in the know again? Yeah, it must be. Bloke down pub says. In for me. In for me. They've all got it in for me. We're certainly in for Gerard. Certainly Aguero. Yeah. We should have got Aguero. What? 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 I saw Aguero out in Atletico Madrid in the two-all draw and Drogba got our two goals. We just thought that Aguero looks a bit special. And then the year later, Man-, Man City bought him. I didn't know we were in for David Silva. We're definitely in for Luke Shaw. We're in for Van Dijk, that's true. I don't know about Thiago Silva 15 years ago. If we had, why God, we'd have won a lot more trophies. Uh, don't know about Danny Alves or Alisson. Oh, I-, I think the only... But the best ever player we never saw was Johan Cruyff. Go on, tell us the story, Mark. Story, story, story. No, the best story. ever player for me. Yeah, no, no, best ever player we never saw was Johan Cruyff. Yeah, yeah. We we had the chance for Brian Mears, chairman. Yeah. Come on, tell the fucking story, man. What story? Well, yeah. How do you know? You know, how do you know Brian Mears is in for Johan Cruyff? Well, that's sort of in Brian Mears's book. He's actually said it himself. Right. Yeah. So we yeah, were in for actually, we were we were seriously in for Cruyff, and Cruyff played in the New York Cosmos, yeah, Cosmos. Game, and he tried he tried a couple of times because he played for Los Angeles Aztecs as well. And Mears has said in his book, yeah, he seriously tried to get um, Cruyff to come and play for Chelsea, but I think Cruyff had tax problems at that time, and he just basically wasn't prepared to come and play in England. And I think he subsequently ended up playing back at Feyenoord. No, in between there was a club in between. He went to, I think, a Spanish team like Espanol or something like that. I can't remember who. Yeah. He played for sort of a Spanish team. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine I'd that? To, I'd, I'd love to see Cruyff playing for Chelsea. Oh. I think the other other player we're in for and never got, but got close to it was Kevin Keegan. And he signed for Southampton instead. So we were seriously in for Keegan as well when he came back from Hamburg. So yeah. that would be another player we could have been. Who, who else from, uh, oh, what about, I mean, the, what about the bestie Moro thing? I don't, I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if we were ever in for Best. I think Best has said himself that if there was ever a club he would have joined in London, it would have only been Chelsea. But I don't know if we ever went in for him. Yeah, but what about Robert Chelsea Moore? I don't know. 
Were we ever in for Bobby Moore? Well, I don't know. They went to Fulham, didn't they? But I think at that, at should, that should we start time, a rumor? They were a bit <laughs> past their sell bite there. Sell yeah. bite they got there, to a cup final that year. Yeah, yeah. Was... Best Marsh and Bobby Moore there, and Alan Mullery at that time. Yeah, very experienced players they had, but at the end of their careers, yeah. mm. we, we could we could start a rumor about you know a player we should have bought and nearly got, or a player we're going to buy. Yeah, yeah. we don't done. do enough of that. It's easily done. We should be we should be in the know and start spreading rumors about. We players should. we're going to buy next season and manage who our new manager might be. We should, but there we go. A lovely, lovely point to end it on. Thank you for your emails, people. By the way, if you want your email, Patreon, Instagram, post, tweet, or Facebook message read out, then uh, let me have them in the week and either we'll, we'll stick them in a show or if we get loads, we'll do a separate in-off-the-post show. The email address, which is my preferred method of correspondence, is chelseafancast at gmail.com. We will read them all out if we can. Uh, now, you can follow the show on all the social media at Chelsea Fancast, at Chelsea Fancast, at Staffordshire, at Jonathan Kidd, and at Eddie Mac B-A-W-A. Now, that is all we've got time for tonight. We will be back on Friday evening to preview Sunday's match against Newcastle and review the match against Man United on Thursday. Um, just a quick shout-out for our Patreon channel, because, uh, as you know, Dave, uh, he, he's joined Patreon and he's written a message there. Uh, so what do you have to do well you can donate a little bit of money every month uh, no pressure as I said I love you all equally if, if you do it's brilliant if you don't no worries it's patreon.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast if you do uh, you will be entitled to a Kerry Dixon banner little mini banner like the one that hangs in the Matthew Harding end and uh, you can join our discord group which is great fun it's basically like Mixler uh, Mixler 24-7 my eyes are are drifting towards a post on Mixler by Martin A. Cruyff teams, Ajax, Barcelona, Los Angeles Aztecs, Washington Diplomats, Levante. Levante, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Good knowledge, Levante. Martin. Lovely. There we go. Well love done, a, Martin. Love yeah. a bit of knowledge. So there you go. Mark, great to see you as always, my friend. No, it's great, great to be on and um, coming on as a sub for Alex. And I, I hope it was cathartic for JK tonight. Yeah. I, I was worried about him this morning when I watched his fan bite. It's like you know, what Chelsea had done to him. <laughs> 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 yeah. he, he might need your help. Uh, yeah. He'll survive. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, obviously this Saturday, the the event of the year, of the season, is happening, isn't it? It is. It's happening under the bridge on Saturday night at six o'clock. It's the Chelsea 1983-84 reunion. So I think we've got 13 of the 83-84 squad coming on Saturday night. Uh, by the looks of it, we will have Ken Bates coming as well. And we'll have a comic turn by the well-known comedian Omid Bidjalili. And uh, so it, should, it should be a very good evening. Yeah, good. Can, can we still get tickets for this? You've got to be quick now. There's not many left. Okay. Can, where can they get them from? Uh, you can get them online. I think, I think if you do... Uh, Chelsea 83-84 reunion and just type tickets Taylor you'll find it on Google I can't remember the exact web address but alright what about what, set, go on sorry go on mate yeah we sell them on ticket Taylor but if you type in ticket Taylor Chelsea 83-84 it'll be the first thing that comes up on Google alright and uh, I mean if they follow you on Twitter Eddie Mac B-A-W-A or uh, what's Kelvin's uh, Twitter it's Neil underscore Army Neil Army yeah uh, I think 
what I'd say is there's not many tickets left, but if people are listening who are coming Saturday night as well, there are some great raffle prizes and, and there's some great auction prizes as well. So again, keep an eye out for that. We'll probably announce some of them between now and Saturday. And then obviously buy some raffle tickets tonight. We've got some signed shirts, we've got signed match ball. So there's some very good prizes. So And will, will people be able to get their shirts signed by the entire squad? Abs- absolutely. So what, we, what we've said to the players... You're going to organise it? Uh, door, door's at 6. Um, it'll start at 6.45. But we'll probably finish at about 9.30, but the bar will remain open till 11. I think we've said for the guys, there'll be lots of people wanting their 83, 84 shirt signed, photos. People will probably bring their book along, come along and sing the song, want that signed as well. So we've prepared the guys for it and saying, yeah, have your Sharpie pens ready because um, you're going to be busy because I think a lot of people want stuff signed. And I think you said earlier, I think even Kerry Dixon, he wants a shirt signed and he played for that team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's the first time they've got together in many a year. It should yeah. be a really great occasion. Oh, absolutely right. I can't wait. I've got a couple of shirts to get signed. You go. You're going, aren't you, J.K.? Because I gave you your ticket. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's a, it's a, an honour, a pleasure to be going. Love, yeah. uh, love. Thank yeah. you. Lovely. I can't wait. I can't wait. And uh, yes, uh, we'll obviously be in the pub on the Sunday. Uh, Martin A. I'll see you in the cup before Newcastle. He says, I hope. I hope to. Absolutely. It'd be lovely to meet you and have a beer and a chat. Uh, there we go. What a f- I've had a lot of fun, despite the fact that we're all a bit meh. But uh, there you go. Uh, always good to see the boys, of course, and their smiling faces. And to uh, read your lovely comments on Mixler. Right. Thanks for listening. See you Friday. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chills. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.